Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the magnificent stargazing voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And both of us are ready to go. Who's, oh, I said, the, the, the both of us, well, where's the other one? Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's Marianne. She's here. And so am I, and we're ready to go with another edition of The Food Show. It's over 30 years since we began every day, and we can't see any reason to stop going anytime soon. Uh, All we need are your thoughts as to what's good to eat, find things to drink, and all uh, all the other deliciousness that we find out there, and all the ways of finding it, wherever it may be. Uh, We try to get people to call us in and tell us, where have they been eating lately, and uh, or if it's not up to speed, or what are you able to to get? I have where? something that's Uh-oh. so not up to speed. No, <gasps> Marianne tragic. just said she has something it's that is tragic. not made to to super Something like that. Yeah, and our telephone number is two six zero six three six eight. You can use it anytime you want for virtually anything you want. So call us and uh, share it. Whatever it may be, you're all tangled up there, my darling. That's kind of standard, isn't it? No. Okay. You don't see that on my phone. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, the whole thing. Oh, so, what, what we, it's, it's swelteringly, unbelievably still, it's really hot outside. Very hot. What is the temp? What is the feel like temp? Because uh, right it this feels really unbelievably hot. Let's see. It's, it's so 94. nice to have someone else. I don't think that's the feel like. That's just the actual temp. Yeah, no, this. It feels this, like no, 200 look. out there. It's uh, 200. Oh, it's, you it think, feels oh, like it's just like so really underestimated. It's really, really bad. Now they're saying like 70, really 95. Anyway, uh, it's nice to have a uh, a co-pilot because yeah. I don't have mm. to be sitting in this chair at exactly 305 well because it takes you 10 minutes to intro it anyway so by the time it's like that girl who told us at the eat club you know keep that intro thing going because i go and i i put stuff in my car and then i go back and i get all the stuff out of my house that i need and i start the car and then 10 minutes later when i'm actually ready to drive off the show is starting so mm. that's that's uh, how long our intro is or your intro is usually Two six zero six three six eight. Okay, I have something on my mind. Ah, it's I know what it is. It's a it's a birthday for somebody big, isn't it? No, why it would, isn't. No, why would that? Well, I don't know. Big birthdays always, you know. Um, I see that you have the stargazing voice. That was the most magnificent sky ever. I did last that in night. your honor. Ever. Explain last it to the night. folks. Well, we live in the country, and so there's not a lot of street lights anywhere and um the dog likes to go outside in the middle of the night if he senses a possum or something else and i have i have implored tom not to let him out so that he can go terrorize little animals but that has not worked so at five o'clock this morning i heard the dog outside 
I called the I heard the dog outside. Yeah. So I got up to go let him out, and when I went, I let him in, and when I went to go let him in, the deck, I went out on the deck to let him in, and it looked like it was a nice starry sky. So I walked out, and I was just dazzled by the stars out there. I've just never seen that many stars. And I just sort of stood there on the deck with my mouth open. It was really, really beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was devastating. Not it devastating. Was, it, was, it was smashingly dazzling. beautiful. It was dazzling, dazzling. Yes. Uh, And it was not just the number of stars that were up there, but it was the stars that were involved, like the Orion, the, the Orion uh, all accumulation of uh, stars up there. It, uh, it was, was really all good. together, and this is the kind of thing you typically only see in the middle of winter, and then there it is. Yeah, well, maybe it's because it's just, I don't know, maybe so hot or something. I don't know, but it was really beautiful. Then Tom tried to get romantic, so I smacked him and went inside. <laughs> you wish. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to join in our silly little conversation. So I've said so many times before. That yeah. if you eat out a lot, mm-hmm. or even if you eat home a lot, or, yeah. you know, and I think this is probably not only true of food experiences, but just life experiences in general. We in this country live a very comfortable life, generally speaking. Oh, that's true. Even the worst is better than most people in the world. But anyway, um, so your life pretty much falls into <laughs> a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And occasionally at one end is something really good and at the other end is something really bad. This is true certainly of food experiences. So hang on a second. I've got a struck ching right here. Oh yeah, I got it. Never mind. Whatever that is. Anyway, so I, uh, I normally just have a lot of food experiences that all fall into one sort of, I mean, this is true. Maybe it's my personality or something, but most things just blend to me. They just blend. And then every now and then something goes, wow, you know. Well, you know, you're, you're really lucky in one sense. You actually have a personality. Oh, that's good. Thank you. That you just said, but there are so many people who aren't. Those are the ones that eat in fast food restaurants. Okay. So, so this is what I was going to say. Yeah. So, um, I I have occasionally talked about going someplace and having a meal, and I'm just, <gasps> wow. But that is extremely rare. Yeah. And I'm finding lately, I'm sorry to say, that I'm having a similar amount of experiences in the other direction, where I sit down and there's something placed in front of me and I go, why are you serving this? What in the world would possess you to present this to someone and expect them to pay for it? And that happened to me today at lunch and I'm, I'm really bummed about it. And, um, and it's happened to me actually, actually kind of a much more so lately than for a long time before that. And it's it's a bill that you have to pay that you are appalled by because it wasn't mediocre. It was bad. Mm. It was bad. Bad is not good. And uh, I'm just wondering if other people have that experience where you, you know, pretty much 
everything falls into the sort of a normal range. It's a pleasant enough experience. The food is fine. And, you know, every now and then you do get really... Um, Terrible service and bad food. When you just you you do get uh, a a an experience that sticks out one way or the other, and usually it's the good way. Something really does pop. But lately, this has happened a couple of times where I've just had to pay a bill after eating virtually nothing because it was not worth eating at all. Mm. You know, uh, to me, uh, it seems to be the opposite way around. I think we're getting too much food. And it's not quite good enough. It's a quality incidence, too. But, but uh, So you're finding that it's more often than not that you find food that's not good enough? When I find uh, a platter of something in front of me and it doesn't make me happy, it's more often by the, the, uh, the food that is the big one and uh, the more expensive one. And the ones that are kind of on the second pail, uh, I don't I don't Well, I many. eat most meals with you, and usually you tend to be surprisingly appreciative of what's put in front of you these days. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. So you don't, generally speaking, disapprove. I'm telling you, what I had for lunch today was, wow. Well, start somewhere. Let's hear it. No, I can't. Why not? You know them? Well, because, because, um, because. I'm sorry to say that in the case of the last couple of meals that have fallen into that category, yes, I do. Really? Yeah. Is this a place you've been to many times before? I'm not saying before? anything more. I, am, I refuse to say anything okay. else. Other well, than... Why did you go there? Content, content, content. And then I wind up not having content because I can't write about it. Hmm. Hmm. So... Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you have had any similar experiences like this, I'd be interested in hearing about it and what you do about it. I mean, there really isn't much you can do about it. Um, but let's just say that the the place was consistent. The service was as bad as the food. The environment was as bad as both. And it was just wow. Wow. Once again, I say, hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, there is nothing to say, actually. Anyway. Yeah. And 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 that's it. Then you just that's walk. It. You pay the check and you're gone. That's it. And you know, I'm I'm sitting it. here trying to remember anything like that that's comparable to my experience. Not that you know you're wrong or anything. I'm but, sure you've had it. But them. there was there was one uh, not too too long ago uh, where I went into a restaurant and. There were uh, about four or five of us at the same table, some friends from out of town. A big restaurant, uh, usually, you know, uh, kind of low end, but uh, but a lot of people really love it. So we go there, and uh, everything seems right except the food is not moving. And we have, a, you know, one after another after another after another, uh, the food on the way a salad at that and it just wouldn't come we were sitting there over an hour and a half where was that waiting wait wait who you were with me uh no you weren't there that day uh but uh it was it was uh upsetting and they were pretty nice about yeah well here you go and and then off they went Okay. But I don't think I don't find it too too great 
you know what? Let's put this into some kind of index. If if you're a fairly recent restaurant visitor, let's say once a week, if you go out to eat in restaurants once a week or more, how often does it not live up to your standards? Uh, and you can just you know give me any index on that you you want to, but just uh, and, and conversely, how often are you wowed by something in a in a good way? Uh, pretty, I mean that happens pretty often I, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, to me, in the last six months, it's happened twice. Yeah. Hmm. There's that hmm again. <laughs> I. I. Uh, so, uh, what was it, and what was wrong? Uh, Hambone was a knock your socks off. Uh-huh. Wow, this is otherworldly food. And um, I thought Zazu was very uh, exciting food. Uh, I see. So what what you just gave us were good things. Yeah, two great experiences yeah. that yeah. popped you, out of the norm. And you had one other one here referring to uh, one of the other ones, but I can't put my... And then in the last six months, I've had two or three, four <laughs> experiences in the other direction. Hmm where I just am annoyed at paying the bill because it wasn't good enough to eat. Maybe it's because people know me more often than, uh, or more fiercely than I think they do, but it, it really doesn't happen too much in, in my dining around. Well, I was with you at one experience where yeah. it did happen to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, and, it uh, and we both agreed that it was uh, a very unfortunate thing. 260 is the number. If you would like to chat about this yeah. or anything else, uh, please give us a call. Today is the beginning of uh, October, which is just mind-blowing to me that we are already in October of 2019. Well, you need to you need to find out who you're talking to because if you're a German, if uh, and you ask them, you know, how about that Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest is over, and uh, Oktoberfest took place in September. Well, it's not over. Well, I I'm but, exaggerating. But it starts like the third week in September. And uh, that, that's and something continues you have to know for a little if, bit. If you ever go to Germany. Uh, Know that. Don't go to yeah. uh, to Oktoberfest thinking it's only in October. Correct, Amundo. Mm, yeah. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. It's probably we should probably take a break before we start anything because okay. we're getting close to doing that. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. And uh, Mary Ann is here. I don't know why well. he, he can't seem to do that. But it's if I had him. if I had a webcam of him right now, it's pretty funny. He's sort of like eating the microphone. So today uh, begins that October. Be yes. It begins October, and it is uh, National Pasta Month. Mm-hmm. But as I look at your food calendar, it's also Country Ham Month, National Apple country Month, ham. National Chili Month. Do you know what Country Ham is? Uh, National Cookie Month, National Dessert Month, National Pickled Peppers Month, <laughs> uh, National Pork Month, National Pretzel Month, National Seafood Month. Well, we only have 12 months, That's so you got to stuff a lot of things in there. Yeah. Vegetarian Awareness Month. Um, I'm all too aware of them. 
And yeah, Sun-Dried Tomatoes Month, Cookbook Month. That'd be fun. What's your favorite cookbook? My favorite cookbook Gourmet, is my cookbook. I, I think, you know what? I, I would say that I, that is my favorite cookbook, too. Gourmet oh. Adventures Month. Oh, what's your favorite gourmet adventure? Oh, uh, National be... Spinach Lovers Month. Uh, mm. Hunger Awareness Month. This is also supposed to be No Salt Week. No Woo. Salt Week. Yee. Today is also World Vegetarian Day. I know that you observed you that, Tom. That. Didn't you just say that? No, it's up there. It's it's Vegetarian Awareness oh, Month, but yeah. Vegetarian Day. Oh, so uh-huh. it's just uh, ups and downs. Speaking of which, I passed something across the lake today called the Hippie Kitchen. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about it to speak of, I but I've heard about it. people have talked about it. Yeah, I can it's believe It's on Jefferson that. Highway, the Hippie oh, Kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is right before you get to Causeway Boulevard if you're heading outbound on Jefferson Highway. Well, it depends on what outbound is. If you're heading toward the city, that would be inbound. It's it's okay. So it is before Causeway. If you're heading outbound, it is after Causeway. <clears throat> it is. Okay. Okay. Trust me, it is. I did it twice. I did it twice because I left my credit card at the place. I've never done that before. I have okay. never. You must have learned left it from me. A credit card anywhere. At a restaurant, except today at this really yucky place that I went. I can't believe mm. it. Anyway, um, okay, so, God, there's a lot in there. Well, National while, what? While you're digging in, uh, that spot where you you saw this restaurant. Hippie Kitchen, yes. The Hippie Kitchen. Uh, it's like between Causeway and, um, and Clearview. Yeah, uh, or even better, Central Avenue. But, exactly. But the... Um, the, the main thing that I think of is right across Jefferson Highway from where that oh, is. Oh, 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 I know. I know Let's what you're saying. Let's see if she knows. I know, I know, I know. What is it? It's been 30 years, Tom. Of course I know. Ooh, ooh, oh, ooh. Time saver. That's right. Time saver number 12? Time saver number 12. Oh, was, I'm, I'm scared up. now. I'm scaring myself. Why? <laughs> that you would know something like that? <laughs> because yeah. that means I've been it living might. with you too long. Two six zero six three six eight. I've heard the time saver story before, but the fact that I could actually say the number, mm-hmm, I find impressive. really disturbing. I'm going to go have a drink or something. That was my first one. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, National Spinach Lovers Month. But who doesn't oh, love spinach? So one of the things that I had today yeah. was a crab meat. And spinach and artichoke uh, thing. <laughs> a thing. <laughs> it was a thing. Ladies and gentlemen. And it had so little spinach in it that yeah. it wasn't, there wasn't really any green to it at all. Okay? That's and a big it mistake was served, when you get the spinach. It was served with um, fried tortilla chips that are flour tortillas but they were so stale that it was it, there was no point in eating them which is good cuz I do love those and I might have eaten them otherwise but I didn't eat them mm. I didn't eat them well good, um, good luck yeah and so then I asked for more just to see if they had any more if you know like maybe they do those 3 days earlier or something and I never did get Let's them because not. because the waitress finally came and said, "Did anyone bring those to you?" And I said, "No, but don't worry about it." Anyway, um, yeah. So when a spinach dip 
doesn't have any spinach in it, it's uh, a mistake has not been a, made. It's yeah. not a good sign, I would say. And there are plenty of other stories like that. Mm. What is what is country ham? Country ham is related <laughs> to uh, the kind of ham that you get in Italy, which is Parma. Parma. Prosciutto. Prosciutto is the one I was shooting for. Okay, Here's, I don't like prosciutto, uh, but I do one. like Parma. I love it. I like both of them. But they're very different. But well, they're I think the they're very way. different. They're, they're well, they like have a different. Uh, they they come out differently yeah, because they, I find prosciutto to be stringy and rubbery, and I like Parma ham. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not stringy. It's flat. Parma ham is not, but prosciutto is. Prosciutto is pretty flat. But anyway, here's the deal on that. If you uh, these are the ones we're talking about are. Uh, Country hams in our country and uh, in Europe, uh, they just call them ham half the time. But yeah. this is a ham which has been cured, mm-hmm. but it has not been smoked. What's and a Smithfield ham? A Smithfield ham is what we're talking about. Yeah, it's a country yeah. ham. It's a country ham because they don't smoke it at all and they don't bake it in the oven or any of that it is just, just cured just cured and with a fairly good amount of salt in it mm-hmm. and and then you you slice it very thin when you're about to serve it it's usually served cold and it's used to that's uh, a smithfield make, ham you're talking that about would be a sm- smithfield or a country ham or or prosciutto or the other one you mentioned parma Parma ham and uh, San, What's Serrano? San Daniello. That's my favorite. Uh, it, it's up in the northeastern part of uh, of Italy. And that's what they all are. But you can make them come to life a little bit more by asking for speck. <laughs> Have you uh, encountered speck? Mm-hmm. Speck is, is exactly the same ham, except that it has been cured. I mean, uh, smoked. As smoked rather. And that, then you get a... a where are you likely to see speck? I've seen it on a menu recently, but I can't remember where. Uh, all over the place in Europe, more there than here, which is funny because it's kind of the opposite of what the Europeans, especially the Italians, that's what they play around when they get them to, to that. But, Playing uh, around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, National Apple Month, National Chili Month. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be National Chili. Well, you know, up in the Northeast, it's probably getting cold. They had a snow in Montana the other day. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd expect that. A, a big snow in Montana. That, that too. But here, we don't, you know, well, National Chili there. Month, it's still 95 degrees yeah, here. Yeah. But, but it, I love chili. It, you know, I, this is something that on our program over the years, many people have asked me, why is it that you can't go to a, a little restaurant somewhere and get a bowl of soup? of uh, chili con carne. And uh, I, I always have to say, I have no idea why, because we used to have it, or everybody loves it, and they do, and they still do, but uh, you just don't see it. I, I don't know why. Is there anybody listening to us right now that goes n- now somewhere? And either you chili? do it in your own kitchen, which is fair enough, and you make some chili. Chili con carne, okay, now, to be uh, specific. Okay, now here's my question. All right. What is your preferred chili? See, I 
First of all, I know someone who makes a killer yeah. vegetarian chili. Hmm, that's interesting. How yeah. do you do that? Uh, I don't know how she does it, but it's it's really great. Um, but m- my my taste in chili would be like brisket chili rather than ground well, meat like chili. Different. Like my mom mm-hmm. used to make uh, ground meat chili, yeah. and I and I I never I mean it was okay, but you know um, it could be that she also threw, as she used to say, weenas in it. <laughs> <laughs> And and this was sort of a dish that we really um, just just ate uh, for um, I don't know I, I hate to say holidays because it makes me feel make, it makes me seem well, really sad. <laughs> that, that is kind of sad. But she said this gigantic pot and and there was this gigantic pile of chili in it. Uh, with wieners, as she used to say. Mm. And so I have sort of a thing about that kind of chili, kind of like the American cheese thing. Well, both of which I blame on my mother. But if I see a chili that is kind of spicy with big chunks of brisket in it, now you're talking. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember a long time ago that there were lots of little neighborhood places that did indeed have chili. And it would come out in kind of lumps, like you would get in a vegetable beef uh, soup. You're probably and talking about Schatz chili. Do you remember Schatz chili? Yeah, that's a local product. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, Is it still around? Right across the street from the Superdome. Is it still around? Not under that name. What is the name? But it's um, uh, the, the same people that own Chisasi also own that. Ah, okay. And then it was shot before that S C H I S C H O T T. That's what I mean. Shot's chili, and it came in this Mr. unfortunate tube. And Mr. Shot uh, uh, was a uh, a regular at Manresa. Mm. Oh, is that right? Where I used yeah. to see him all hmm. the time. It's well, anyway, show. we don't we don't have to take a break Somebody. yet. So if you someone's on the phone, I think so. Oh, Mike. Okay, Mike, Mike. is now here. I think. This is two days in a row. How about that? Well, congratulations, and uh, uh, all should be well. I just thought I would share with you my award-winning chili recipe. Okay, oh, I want to hear now it. Now we're talking. Let's, let's hear it. Right, well, first of all, let's qualify where the award came from. Well, first of all, years ago, you may remember this, the oil-filled chili cook-off I used to have it at the uh, Air Force Base out in Belchase for yeah, many, many years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I was involved in that for probably 10 years of, of what, when they were down there. Okay. And uh, we've got a lot of rewards just from that chili cooker. Well, so, congratulations. So let's hear your chili recipe. Well, first of all, on the meat, no beans. Okay. That, no beans. That's, uh, no that's, beans. Oh, no, no beans. beans. No, no beans. beans. No, I'm with you on that. <laughs> okay. so, uh, and it's ground meat and chopped sirloin. Okay. Is the meat? Is the meat? Uh, I do that with the Trinity, the bell peppers, the onions, uh, celery, all the standard vegetables you put in chili. Uh, some garlic, chopped garlic, uh, and then you put your regular uh, whole tomatoes whole canned tomatoes. Uh, yeah. Put some of that in there. Um, 
let it let it cook down a little bit. But the key ingredients, that's basic ingredients of the chili. But the key is two other ingredients. I add beer and beer. to neutralize the add beer and to neutralize the acidity, I put Hershey that Hershey chocolate bar in there. Oh that's, no, kidding! Really? That's different. But you know and, what? Uh, yeah. One of the one of the most famous chefs in this city has been a big believer of putting chocolate into something that seems like some sort of beef underneath. And uh, that is a guy who uh, has a big holiday today, John Vesh. So we'll oh, very good. Well, I, can, I can tell okay. you, you can either use the uh, chocolate or you can use brown sugar. It works just as well. That would work, yep. Huh. So... I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm not. Anyway. I'm not convinced, but uh, it sounds interesting. But you said you won awards with it, huh? Oh yeah, many, uh, several awards actually over the years. Huh. Oh. Well, was was there a chocolate bar in you know, ten or fifteen pounds of it or something? Or I mean, what is the, what well, is the proportion? Well, just what you cook. Oh, uh-huh. and the chili cook off. You had to have a minimum of 40 pounds of meat. Oh my gosh! And, okay. Okay. And, and and you can't have beans in it. So uh, well, so I'm you just add. Your, I like beans your, and chili. Oh no! You go eat all of mine. <laughs> I, I love no, it. No, I'm serious. Uh, every time I've ever uh, uh, I've judged a lot of chili. Events uh-huh. now and then, and one thing that they all seem to disagree, uh, to agree on is that they don't want chili in there. You don't want beans I in mean, the chili. In the, in the beans in the chili, yeah, that backwards. I don't know. Yeah, what do you? Uh, I think Doug's saying we have to take a break. Is that? Is that what well, you're saying, Doug? It makes Doug? sense to me. We will I come back with more. I think the key is too. Wait, the wait what? The key is on that on the ground on the ground meat. I marinate it with the cumin overnight. Lots of cumin and lots of chili powder, and it, it turns out very well. Okay, so you marinate you marinate the meat with cumin, chili cumin. powder, and what was the other thing? Uh, that's it, just those two spices, a little and, salt and in, pepper. In and in beer, uh, is that what you said? In beer. In beer, I mix. Instead of adding water, once you once it starts cooking down, yeah, depending on how much you're cooking, a couple cans of beer, and you're in good shape. That actually sounds pretty good, I have to say. I mean, Tom's constantly try. talking about looking for mole in anything. Like this, like a, I mean, I think of chili as sort of a, I, I guess Mexican, but not really, or maybe it is. I don't know, oh, Tom. Is it? Very, is it Mexican? Me- very Mexican. Okay, all right. So, they do use chocolate a lot. So I, maybe I have to, maybe I have to try that. That's uh, that's kind of interesting. Do you put bell peppers in it? Bell peppers, yes. I failed yeah. to mention that. Correct. Bell yeah. peppers, okay. paprika, uh, a little bit of. Um, uh, uh, not not bags, onion. But, uh, I'm sure. Onion. Plenty of onion. Oh yeah, plenty of chopped onion. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's interesting. I have to say, thank you for calling. Well, now so, we have reminisced so Marianne, on the when, of chili. When it, Wait, when what? it gets when it gets cold, Marianne, when it gets cold, get you some beer, get you some, get you a Hershey bar. You will not be dissatisfied. I can assure. All right. You. All right. And you put All a right. lot of tomatoes in it, right? A lot of whole tomatoes, yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Well, that, def- that definitely uh, does sound kind of well, interesting. Thanks for sharing that with us because uh, uh, on this program going to its early years, we uh, talked about this all the time. This was a currently... What, chili? Chili. It was something that was constantly coming up and people would have different ideas about it. And now you... Well, it's kind of like a meal in itself. Yeah, it, it, it could be anyway. I mean, what do you eat chili with? Crackers. Yeah, my mom yeah. used to my mom used to serve, serve it with crackers. Uh, what do you, I like to, cornbread uh, too. Cornbread is good. Cornbread yeah. is good. Yeah, but I really good. don't. But I really don't eat chili with anything. Yeah. Another thing my mom used to do was put chili on pasta and bake it with cheese on yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's not a no wieners in that. No, okay. All right, two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you have anything to say about chili or any of the other things that it is this month, uh, we'll run through that list again. Give us a call two six zero six three six eight. You're listening to WWL one hundred five point three FM HD two. Mm-hmm. Hello, you're listening to the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. This is all I do for a living. And it's nice to be here with you, telling you about all these pleasurable matters, hoping that what I really want will come true, and that is for you to call me up and tell me what you love about eating, about dining out, dining in, uh, those crackers with the chili there. Tom, there's something to be said for that. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Call us at 260-6368. You're always welcome on our program, always. There's so, something to be said about saltine crackers in general. Yeah? yeah. What? I like them. Oh, I just, okay. They're simple. They're just, you know, they're <clears throat> they're sort of innocuous. You put something on. Like, mm-hmm. I really, really like saltine crackers with a slice of hogshead cheese. <clears throat> I always uh, would get my head bent out of shape a little bit because it was... Uh, 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 the, the name of these uh, crackers, and they, they have two kinds. One of them is uh, it has uh, salt all over it. Yeah. And and the other one is exactly the same, except it doesn't have the salt all yeah. over it. And you wonder if somebody calls a salted uh, cracker. If you can call a saltine cracker. Saltine crackers, except a saltine no, cracker if it doesn't have any salt on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What do we do then? You know, it's... Well, the, the no salt thing just sort of came around, you know, and, and became uh, sort of a... A thing that you had to do, oh, so that's, that's, people that's call it real. saltine crack. No, no. What I'm saying though is, is the saltine cracker is, is a, an iconic item. So if it doesn't have salt on it, uh, it's still a saltine cracker because that's yeah. how it originally came up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. So chili, we were talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> this has nothing to do with South America, by the way. I chili. I would say that I still uh, prefer. Uh, beans in chili and and chunky chunky meat. Now you know um, fry meat has a chili and it has beans in it, but it's not very good. Is this the new one that? Has... No, it's not all that new. It's like four oh. years old. Okay, but because there's one that is genuinely new. It's the place that used to be 27 in a row. No, uh, no, it's not new, Tom. It's like five years old. Okay, and well this one's not much uh, older than that. It's on Carrollton. It's right. a little bit, yeah. you know, it's, Pretty it's like good, kind though. of a block behind it. Anyway, it's uh, National Chili Month. It's National Pasta Month. It mm-hmm. is Country Ham Month. If any of these strike you, give us a call, 260-6368. It's National Apple Month. It is 
National Cookie Month. Oh, we could get a lot out of that. Yeah. National Dessert Month, National Pickled Peppers Month. Uh, <clears throat> Everything's being pickled now. What did Peeper, Peeker, Picer? Peter, no. oh, no, don't mind. even try, Tom. Yeah, Peter Piper right. picked a pack of pickled peppers. Yeah. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. National Pork Month, National Pretzel Month. I don't like pretzels. No? No. It, uh, they were I the, really don't like pretzels that are They were at the Eat Club at the beginning of the Yogurted. Or or pretzels that are, have chocolate on them. Yes, I was, Tom. Well, we, we were so busy, we were running around like crazy. Yes. But the uh, but I I didn't I, at the at this moment remember that you were there. But I can understand why. I mean, everything everybody was just going crazy. Yeah, National Pretzel Month it yeah. is, and um, <clears throat> I don't like pretzels. No. I don't like big pretzels. Like I don't little like little pretzels. I don't like pretzels that are given to me on airplanes. How about the ones that I are don't just like sticks? them covered in chocolate yeah. or yogurt or even worse, white Garlic chocolate. Sardine. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. But uh, but I know a lot of people do like pretzels. So um, pretzel buns, not crazy about those. I don't know why. I just am not a pretzel per- fan. National Seafood Month, Vegetarian Awareness Month. <laughs> Sun-dried tomatoes. Do you like sun-dried tomatoes? Uh, <clears throat> no. No, I don't. You know, I uh, I did a recipe in nomenu.com mm-hmm. uh, for Ron Wildman's pasta salad. For We're doing this thing now on the weekends. If we're out of town with the Saints game, then there's a feature piece on Saturday of places to go in whatever city the Hudats might be visiting. Mm-hmm. What, to actually go there, take a plane and go? Well, if they're already there, places uh-huh. to eat there. Oh, <clears throat> and well, then, that's worthwhile. Where did they go? Yeah, yeah, we did it for Seattle, Oh. and we did it for um, Los Angeles so far. Yeah, well, that sounds But worthwhile. the Saints were in town last week, so the – the page that would normally be places to eat out in another city becomes a recipe page if you are having people over to watch the Saints game. Mm-hmm. So last edition was Ron Wildman's Pasta Allegro. What's that? Oh, man, that is the most delicious pasta Ooh. salad Well, Oh, it's a salad. Ever. That's interesting. Tell me what's in it. Do you remember, do you remember at that... Um, what was it? Something and croquette. Um, a croquet. Yeah. Way back in the day, like uh-huh. when the kids were little, we went to that thing in um <clears throat> God it was it was it was a really nice house and they had they played croquette. Is it mm-hmm. croquette or croquet? Oh. Croquet. Hmm. Anyway, um it's croquettes. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? Yeah, yeah. I love that game. Anyway, they had that, and he was there, and that was the first place that I tasted that pasta salad, which is absolutely divine. And it is, it is made with cheese tortellini and sausage and tomato and vegetables, and one of the ingredients is a whole bunch of julienned sun-dried tomatoes. And I do like sun-dried tomatoes 
in a certain kind of application, <clears throat> usually a salad like that. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I don't seek them out. I, I, if you're I a sun-dried been, tomato fan, give us a call. What? I, I've been uh, doing much more salad than I think I've ever done in my life, and I don't know why. Okay. I haven't even thought about it. Yeah. Oh, well. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. <laughs> we keep bouncing along here and talking about anything we want about the food scene around town or the food scene that you've had in your own uh, dining room. National Cookbook Month. A cookbook Month and all these other things. Uh, and we'd love to hear from you about that. It doesn't have to be any of those items that I just No, we're just up. shooting the breeze, just throwing shooting things the out. Breeze. That's what we do here. Shoot the breeze. You can do it as long as you want. We're wide open, and we'd love to hear from you here on the Food Show. Okay. 30, how many years? Now? 31. 31. 31. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Not National... Yet. What? Not again. No, I'm going to go through this. National no, I'm Cookie kidding, Month. I'm kidding. <gasps> National... No, I love a peanut butter cookie. Yeah, why? I don't know. Peanut butter cookie? Is like, like I love big, big peanut butter cookies. Yeah. I never eat them unless I'm someplace like one of my fancy hotels and in the, in the you know, like, dessert bar or something there's like a five dollar peanut butter cookie Mm. those are good that's what a deal (laughs) (laughs) um or any place that i go if it's if there's a if there's a, a a row of desserts in a case and there's a peanut butter cookie i can't resist a peanut butter cookie it is national homemade cookie day today and you know what? I've decided that's kind of the only cookie I'm eating. Like, I don't eat chocolate chip cookies anymore. Boy, that is a tragedy. I'm, no, I'm uh, trying to think, think of cookies that are worthwhile eating. It's really yeah. it's getting kind of hard well, to do that. You know who's got a really good cookie? Domenica no, no. Oh. serves that little chocolate biscuit at the end of the meal. Yeah, Domenica is full of neat things. Did you know they're opening up a second location uh, in Mid City? They they did that already. Well, we went about there, a month ago. We went there well, on the day of, and they weren't open yet. So well, they weren't open until three. They actually have a really good happy hour there. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Good. Anyway, they have those cute little those little chocolate cookies. Uh, sometimes a chocolate butter cookie is really good. Mary Lee makes really great. Um, Everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> that Mary is, Lee, in that case you're is just true. Us. She makes those cookies that are shortbread, and one side of them is black for chocolate, and the other side is plain vanilla shortbread. Those are great. Hmm. In case you're just joining us, Mary Lee is our daughter. In case you're just joining us, I'm blathering on about cookies. Yeah, it's my turn. And before to that, I was blathering about chili because October has a list of ingredients of what October is the month for, and there's about 12 of them, <clears throat> all of which, of course, I have a whole show's worth of things to say. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> good. Uh, you can blather, not, Tom. Not to, okay, good. If Since you gave me permission before sure. I had even a chance to ask for it, I'm just looking over some of the things in the almanac today, and one of them, I remember this vividly. Today, in 2006... Now, 2005, that was the, no, that was, yeah. Anyway, 2006, Commander's Palace reopened after Katrina. Now, when it was Katrina was on uh, 2015, no, 20, 
2025? What was the date of Katrina? Katrina was 2005. 2005. Okay. Yeah. So Commander's Palace, it said 2006. No, it was it was quite a bit longer than that. Okay, you and, know what? And, I'm not going to let you blather on. I'm going to go back to blathering. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they didn't want it to come that way, but what happened was as they started repairing this part of the building and that part of the building, they found that all the parts of their buildings needed some very serious re reconstruction, and so they got down there and they did it. And uh, I remember talking to uh, talking to them about it, and they said we 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 refer to it as uh, post Katrina. Post Katrina, <laughs> uh, no, that wasn't it. Uh, Are we talking about <clears throat> Commander's Palace? Commander's Palace. What about it? Uh, and they referred to it as. Pandora's box. They said every time they opened up a panel or, or this or that or an area of uh, floor. So Whenever you they, have an old building and you yeah, get well, into it, that's going to happen. I mean, that's just they, kind of the way it is. They, they weren't happy about it, but <laughs> it's uh, one of those things. It took them a long time to get back open. And another one that that happened to was Mr. Bees. Mr. Bees was really long in coming back from Katrina. I'm not cursing them. I'm not saying what a bunch of jerks or anything like that because you're talking about the really great restaurateurs out there. But it was uh, something to see, you know, what 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 kind of penetration uh, Katrina had. Yes, 260-6368 is the number. All right, I'm going to go back to blathering. Um, oh, oh, Doug is yelling. There's a phone call. Okay, phone call. Damn it, it's me. Steve. Man, I was gonna, you were going to go back to blathering. I was going to get upset. <laughs> uh, Why, because you want to blather? Go ahead and blather. Yeah, Tom said we can talk as long as we want, huh? Okay, well, you've he only got five minutes. You should have called earlier. Oh, man. Okay, all right. Oatmeal cookies are my favorite. Mm, I like those, too. Wait, do yours and have walnut or no walnuts in them? Uh, I don't mind. I like walnuts. I like raisins in it. I like. I don't like raisins. Uh, I like almonds in it. Um, and uh, Walmart neighborhood store makes when they make their ultimate oatmeal cookies, they're outstanding. They're. I'm going to talk about oatmeal. this cookie I used to make when I started dating Tom. I got to find that recipe again. Keep going. Go ahead. Are you looking for a new husband? <laughs> I'm tough. I didn't say that. I'm you know, sorry. I want you to know that I am tough. For 30 years, Steve. Go ahead. I, I know. Uh, you wanted to sit on what, Tom? Say what? You, you said <laughs> I want you to going, know. Just keep going, Steve. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that oatmeal cookies are my favorite cookies. Okay, um, that's it? Well, good for you. You wanted to blather longer than that? That's all you got? <laughs> Man, you put me under such pressure, woman. <laughs> you ought to marry me the way you treat me. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say what somebody said oh, at the Eat Club. All right. I'm going oh, to move to a way, totally new topic some, if we don't get this moving. Yeah, Wait, yeah, go ahead, somebody, Steven. Somebody, Steven said yesterday to try to get all the characters together for lunch. Oh, gosh. And I, loved, I loved your answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what's that really funny? Like a real good answer. Okay, as a woman, I did Are you this. Me? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. As a woman, it was like a question. If I was a no, woman, no, it's just it's a statement. It's a setup. I did this 
over 30 years ago when I was a sweet young thing. Well, I don't know if I was ever a sweet young thing, but anyway, yeah. a tender young thing. Um, <clears throat> back in the day when what? I doubt that tender part either. <laughs> when when it was really not very common for a woman to be doing a talk show. Uh-huh. And I had a lot of what today would be considered stalkers, okay? <laughs> and when when Tom, I mean like like really, like I would, you know, find stuff on my car and stuff. So, um Tom uh, never did have that kind of thing. So when I married Tom, I'd say, how did you manage to not have that? But of course, you know, it's, it's a guy and, and he's not really all that nice. So, and, and he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, a woman's voice. <clears throat> so who would want one? So anyway, unless you're um, talking about Ella but, Fitzgerald. But now, but now when I hear Steven say stuff like that, I go, oh, my gosh, no, not again. So no is the answer to that. No is well, the know, answer to that. Huh? You know, my uh, uh, description of Tom is the most self-deprecating, pompous ass in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard that before. I've said that. It's I love me. it. I've said that I like for years. It. I, think I do. I love it. It's you. Absolutely. Oh, we, uh, I know, can use it. Okay. Know, I'm going to use it. I wanted really, to blather for a lot more too, time than y'all. It's too bad. Okay, you can we, call back and blather. Just you, Steve. Okay. No, no, no. I'll, I'll talk to y'all in the future. Okay. Some other time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.